Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. Dan. Ed. For um, <laughs> this, the uh, the well. first the first <laughs> full week of, of August. Um, first and foremost, I'd like to say, Dan, you can now add a third movie to that list of superhero oh, yeah, movies that yeah. didn't make number one at the box office. Fantastic Four. And I fan, love the... Fan, I, uh, fantastic... No, was it? A fan four stick. Fan four stick, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um... And I love the I love the headline that I found for it. It was a Fantastic Four flops with twenty six point two million dollars. Dang! That's, if I if I failed and made twenty six point two million dollars yeah. out of it, I would be happy with it. But no, well, because I mean, this movie Not, made, this movie cost one hundred and twenty to make, mm-hmm. I believe. And plus, I think superhero movies are mostly very top heavy, right? So getting only twenty six for the opening weekend is bad because they tend to drop really fast. Yeah, like next week will probably be like thirteen, mm-hmm. and then like. You know, if, if if that maybe like not even if they're lucky, yeah, they lost to Mission Impossible Five, which came out last the week before that, yeah, and they made twenty eight mil. That's a good movie, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, you know how you know it sucked. Hmm. Uh, I could just say in three words, no Stanley. Apparently, the movie has no Stanley cam- uh, no Stanley cameo. He, <laughs> I, right? Yeah. Like even like I mean even the movies that weren't Marvel Studios he still appeared in them. Yep, he was in the, he was in the last two Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, I love the fact that in the first Fantastic Four movie it was the first time he had ever played a character that he created. Oh right, he played the mailman, right? Yeah, and the mailman was an actual character for the Fantastic Four. Mm. And one of the th- I was watching one of the reviews and what they said kind of resonated with me. It was that um, they tried to be the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, because they tried to be gritty. They tried to be gritty and dark, which doesn't make sense for the Fantastic yeah, Fantastic Four. Four. Yeah, like any other superhero, you, you could get away with it. But the Fantastic Four, to me, are not joke characters, but like they're not super serious. Yeah, they're 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 a happy family. They and they're explorers. They're like kind of out there. Yeah, it's it's like it's like it's like if you made Johnny Quest in a Dark Knight scenario. Well, I mean, you. You heard where where the things catchphrase comes from in that movie, right? Yeah, oh, bro- yeah. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil that. No, actually, Why? I will spoil Why? it. Yeah. No one's gonna see this movie. Who cares? His brother beat him up, and that's what his brother would say before he yeah. beat him up. Was it's clobbering brother. time? And that's and, and in my bad. mind, and in my mind, then why would you adopt it? <laughs> I don't know. Like it's like, it's like. Oh, my father used to say, um, "It's time to duel before he beat me with a belt." And this is like Yugi from like Yu Gi Oh. Like it just has like a picture of like that meme where the guy, the, the dad comes into the door. And yeah. he's just, no, dad, no. It's Goofy time. No, dad, no. And it's, yeah, and it's like, um, why would you adopt that? Why would you? Why would you take on uh, something that your abuser did to you? Like. Mm-hmm. Like, does he have it's, Stockholm syndrome? But then, in that case, like, if he uses it, does I feel like he's the brother and doing it to the? Yeah, movie? exactly. Am I now? Yeah. It's kind of funny. I I, I hear, I heard two versions of bad reviews, mm-hmm. but they also kind of go together. Uh-huh. Where uh, people say it's like the most boring movie, the boring superhero movie that they've ever seen. Like nothing happens for the first half, at least, if not more. Mm. And the other half of people say that the movie was bad because once things started happening, it's even worse than when it was boring. <laughs> oh, God. Like, like if people were like, then Doom shows up, and Doom is like the worst part of the movie. <laughs> it should be the best part of the movie. Yeah. Like, any Anytime you're, like, like in the comics, anytime Doom makes involved. his presence in your comic, mm-hmm. it's going to be a good comic. 
It's gonna be a good time. For, and, Secret Wars. And for, he's, he's a god. Yeah, and for some reason, in movies, it's the opposite. Yep. You don't. You don't love Doom. I don't, I don't know why. Like I, I, I did like Julian McMahon as Doom. I just hated his origin. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he, 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 he did okay. the part yeah. for Doom. But, um. But yeah, like, but like, just the way they made his character, I'm like, what, why are you working with? The, why do you have powers? Like, you, all your stuff is supposed to be you made it. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be an evil Iron Man slash Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's how. And uh, this movie, he has like telekinesis or something, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, and um, and Sue Storm gets her powers, but she, but she doesn't even go with them. She she's what? not even one of the ones that goes with them. She just happens to be in the room when they come back, and like the the cosmic rays or whatever like residual energy hits yeah her. hits her that's how she gets her power she doesn't even get to go like i that's the complaint i hear about her in this movie is that she's like not even in it pretty much because she's, she's invisible. invisible i know i thought that too but st- still it doesn't make up for it i know it's, um, it, i mean like, I mean, like the second i heard that doom was a blogger i was like well he's, he's, he's gonna a suck. hacker and blogger yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a hacker and blogger yeah that's it's like it's like you tried to made anonymous into the villain of this thing and it's like no yeah and he's like his name's not even doom like doom is just his name online yeah like his 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 troll name like like i i get that in the sense that you know who the hell has the last name von doom yeah legally anyway well not legally but i mean like they were born with that like i mean that's something that you would legally change your name to because you wanted to be more badass mm-hmm. um but like but I mean, in the sense of comics, it's like, well, that's kind of the cheese factor. Yeah, just, just like that's that's why I love the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. I mean, like they weren't afraid to be they weren't they weren't afraid to put on that little layer of cheese mm-hmm. to to make it that much more fun. The, like like the, Jameson. Then three went a little too far, but yeah, the two was right right at the right spot. Yeah, any any scene with Jameson mm-hmm. was just like the perfect. It was it was what you would expect exactly. from Jameson in the comics. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I hear that the director is not going to be directing that Star Wars spinoff now. Oh yeah, and, stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then he and then, like I, I feel bad because I feel like he might be like digging. Himself. Yeah, because the problem was he directed Chronicle, and like I remember um, I follow Max Landis on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he posted that like Chronicle was a fluke. It was perfect in its design. It was cheap to make. Um, it was at a time when there were a bunch of other movies coming out, so nobody was expecting too much of it. So the studio gave them a lot more freedom than under any other movie. Yeah. And so the guy that directed it had a lot of control. Um, and he didn't want to deviate too much from the script that Landis had written. Mm-hmm. So it kind of made a perfect storm of a movie that nobody assumed would, would do well, much of anything. And they got to do everything they wanted. In yeah, it. So, so therefore they got more creative control than a movie that they were expecting to make buku bucks off of. Yeah. And as a result of that, they made buku bucks off of it. And he got almost no creative control in this one, from what yeah. I understand. Yeah, like they, they cut, I think, got, half an hour from his movie. He got his cast that he wanted. That was it, from what I understand. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get Michael B. Jordan, because he was from Chronicle, mm. and like all this other stuff. And it's like... um, And he had... uh. And yeah, he had like thirty, like thirty minutes of the movie was cut. But then the fact that he started going to Twitter to complain about it, mm-hmm. and that's going to be a problem. And that's something that I mean, I hate that fact in Hollywood. But if something bad happens with something that you did, don't don't own it. You can't blame <laughs> yeah. the studio own at it. all. You either either own it, yeah. or find another scapegoat. <clears throat> the box office poison. <laughs> I bet you board is spelled B O R E D. 
but yeah, uh, if he, if he, um, if once you start blaming the 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 studio, mm-hmm. saying like, oh no, the studio effed all this up, then the studio doesn't want to work with you anymore. You know, you throw the studio under the bus. The studio's like, oh well, we're the we're the big guys. We can choose whether we want to work with you again or not. And you do that, and you're, they're not going to want to work with you mm-hmm. again. And that's the problem that 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 I feel I feel really bad for that because like I love Chronicle. Yeah, same here. And um, I feel like, and then now that he's being pulled from from the Star Wars movie, he, mm. like the, his Fantastic Four movie was heavily altered. Um, uh, it 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 apparently was was so bad that they're already uh, planning to not make the sequel, and they're gonna they're thinking of trying to make a Deadpool sequel to fill into the space. Yeah, yeah. some I was reading, I was reading that Fox has already posted like. Tell us what you think. Like, oh, yeah. what would you want well, to see in a Fantastic They were movie? passing out cards, apparently, at certain showings. One person put down, give the rights back to Marvel. Seriously, <laughs> just make a deal like you did with Spider-Man. Like, you can have some of the money. <laughs> we, we don't care. Well, I mean, yeah. And, and that's that's the problem, too, is that, like, I wonder how, how, how much more difficult is it um, to work with Fox than it is to work with Sony. That's that's the question. Because yeah. Sony with Spider Man, yeah, that was a little that was a little bit easier, but like it was almost a tug of war battle just to get Quicksilver in both Avengers and um, mm-hmm. and X Men. I'm surprised Fox and Sony never worked together to make like a Fantastic Four movie with Spider Man because he was already oh, yeah, like yeah. Th- that whole storyline already happened in the comics. You could totally do that. Yeah, that's true. And like and like that that was the thing. Like everybody says like, oh, I didn't like the first two Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. The only reason I didn't like it was because you get Jessica Alba and you whitewashed her. I didn't like it for a lot of reasons, but the reasons were pretty much all the Fantastic Four members themselves. Well, <laughs> to me, weird. to me, it was just like it was like um, it had that layer of cheese that I said I, I enjoy. Mm. But the thing, the thing with it was that like um, it played to it. Well, to put it simply, I like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. I think this is a good movie to watch and maybe like joke around with. It's a it's a so bad it's good kind of movie mm. to me. Mm. I can um, see that. Kind of in the in the vein of like Super Mario Brothers. Mm. Uh, but that doesn't make them good, good movies, you know. Yeah, in make, general, make money. Yeah, in general. But yeah. but but I think with the way that that Fantastic Four movie was, and the way the Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man films were, I think that would have been a, a good time to do a. That's true. A, That's cool. To do a to do a crossover. crossover. I always like too that Fox decided to never make a uh, Fantastic Four movie that had the X-Men in it. Hmm. Because their thought process was, well, if there's a world of mutants. And four people show up that have powers. No one's really gonna really give a crap about the four people with powers because hey, we have a world of people that already have these things. Yeah. Like, you're not that special. You got a stretchy guy. We got twenty. Like, <laughs> it's nothing new. One of the other problems I heard about too was um, the CGI. Oh yeah, I heard Everyone? that it kind of falls apart a couple of times in the movie. Like, like that. It, it's I've heard it. It it's. They said it's like nine. They said they felt like they were in 1993. Ooh, that's how that's how bad they felt the CGI was. Like, yeah. was just, even green screen at times they said was kind of like it looked off. How do you mess with green screen? <laughs> they found a way. <laughs> you They're like driving in a car and it just has like that that super generic uh, background scene. Yeah, that background just of, that's like looping. It's <laughs> with the same woman mopping and the same yeah. water cooler. 
Um, no, and then and or also too, if you don't like, because you gotta like kind of bl- blend it right, because mm. um, sometimes you'll get that thin outline. Oh yeah, of a person like that thin outline of green around the person. You try to Photoshop somebody, you try to Photoshop somebody out of a picture, and you can't quite get it to yeah, exactly. remove itself. Sometimes, some like I mean, I hope that's not the case in this movie. I hope it's just bad for completely different reasons. Like maybe mm. like it just doesn't fit. Like um, if you have somebody. In a, through, being viewed through an HD camera jumping in front of 70s footage. Like, <laughs> I kind of want it to be like that. I heard somebody say that um, on top of everybody being kind of depressed for some reason in this movie, like, oh, everybody seems like, like you said, dark and it, trying too hard to be dark. Even John in this edge kind of feels like it, which is weird. Everybody has father issues or the thing has the thing with his brother. Like, everybody has some sort of issue with family. Huh. And, um, where was I going with this? <laughs> I don't know. We're not you. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. And also, everybody seems like they're almost apologetic whenever they have something that's super come up uh, booky in the movie. Mm. Like, when they get their powers or when they, whenever anything cool and, like, comic book-ish happens, they almost feel like, oh, we got to throw this in because it's a comic book movie. Here's some superpowers, I guess. <laughs> like, I'm flame on. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. It's never happened to me before. <laughs> like... I really I shouldn't have said that. I did not expect this. <laughs> Look, it's the only way it'll turn on. I'm sorry. Uh, is that true? I don't, <laughs> I don't think he needs to say it. He has I, to I say it. I don't think he needs to. I, well, I don't think he needed to at the beginning, but I think now like maybe that'd be an interesting idea for a story. Mm. That like it's conditioned in him so much. <laughs> it's a mental thing? Yeah, exactly. He's gotta go, like, he's gotta go to like... Um, Emma Frost and get it removed. <laughs> like, that'd be a cool idea. Like, somebody mutes him and, like, he can't flame on because it's now embedded in his mind that mm-hmm. he has to say it. I wouldn't mind seeing a, a mute Johnny for a while. <laughs> see, <laughs> see how he deals with that just because he's such a loudmouth. An entire comic of him with Spider Man. So, Spider Man just, like, pokes Yeah, he's just constantly <laughs> saying things. Jabbing him. Uh, you can't say nothing. Speaking of uh, comic book stuff, uh, what's. What's going on with DC? I, every time I, I'm not reading it because every time I, I find something out about what's going on in DC, I'm just confused and I don't feel like reading it now. I, I honestly haven't read anything from DC for a while. Like, it, like that convergence thing was was okay. Yeah, I like that. But then I didn't really get where it was going. Yeah. And like, there's so many comic books that have come out and it's, they're all like, its whole thing was just to make everything canon. That's basically as far as I could tell. Yeah. Like everything, everything is canon at some point now, even if it. Uh, you know, all the universes died and stuff, but they came back, and so they still exist somewhere. Yeah, it's it's just really it's it's really weird. Like I don't know how to explain. Well, because well, like the new Gordon, the new Gordon Batman. Yeah, there's uh, uh, um, Batman is back. Like the Bruce Wayne is back. Right. But his company has been sold off to Powers oh, yeah, Industry yeah, yeah. now, which is why they make the bat suit now. And Gordon has like a mohawk for some reason, and he's. Like a little mohawk, he looks, he looks like a like an eighties uh, punk guy from Britain or something. Okay, and he's he's got no mustache. He, he he looks younger than Bruce, which is really weird. Like it doesn't make any sense. And uh, I don't know, it just looks weird. I, I was telling Ed that uh, somebody pointed out that that Bruce just, just looks like uh, just looks like um, Archer. Archer when he came back with a beard. Uh. and <laughs> we're seeing all these like similarities between between uh, Batman and, and Archer, like uh, and. It, and it's weird because he got stabbed in the eye before he died, uh, with uh, air quotes. Yeah. 
and uh, he's he, he's fine now. He got all these like horrible stab wounds and you know stuff in the eye. He's fine. But then, but then Alfred got his hand cut off, and apparently his hand is still cut off. Like he couldn't get like a prosthetic or something. I don't know. It makes me think of um, he's like Mr. Burns in that episode of Simpsons, and they went to the to the future of 2010, mm-hmm. and um, the future of 2010. He's like, we'll get you out of there, Mr. Burns, as soon as they discover a cure for 17 stab wounds in the back. We got ten. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's just pretty much what what happened with Batman. He was cryogenically frozen until they found a cure for seventeen tablets in the back. Well, yeah, but I mean, I I'm, mean, I'm pretty sure you just went into the Lazarus pit, but it didn't really make any sense because they got blocked off. Yeah, so Joker couldn't get to it, but I guess somehow he still got to it. I don't know. I don't know. My thing with my thing with Alfred though is I'm like I'm like. Well, because I mean, if we went to the Lazarus pit because he died, then yeah, then. Mm. But then that doesn't explain the eye because I kind of figured that. I don't know if it can regenerate. I think it would. Mm. Right? I don't know. It's just kind of. I feel like it does whatever the writers wanted to do at the time. So. That's true. And then, but then, and then, yeah, because Lazarus Smith can't revive somebody who's been dead for so long. Ba- sure can. <laughs> It'll <laughs> just make him really stupid crazy um, for about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'm thinking about it, and like I'm like a Batman with no depth perception would be hilarious. <laughs> just throwing battering. Yes. It'd be like the uh, Lego Movie. Yeah. First try. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Bruce is working at a youth center now. That's what he's doing. He basically retired, and uh, and Superman has to pull up in a car because he doesn't have any powers, and he's he's just like Bruce isn't the same. And, like <laughs> drives off. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was him being driven around by by uh, by the butler because he can't. He doesn't have any superpowers really, or his powers are so weak now. Or isn't it that? Oh yeah, because he can't fly anymore. He has mm-hmm. the he has the leap tall buildings. He's back to leaping tall buildings in a single yeah. bound. Um, and then he has that Nova thing that'll make him completely powerless for like twenty four hours. He probably can't do that anymore, though, right? Until he gets his powers back, I assume. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it just feels kind of weird now. And like uh, Kyle Rayner was getting was getting killed by terrorists or something. I mean, he didn't really die. They basically made him, they basically forced him to join the organization. Oh, it's just okay. it's just a super weird storyline to me too. So I don't know. There, it's like I said, it's gotten really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the f up, Steve. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna it, go it, ahead and shut that off right now. It's just it's just gotten really weird because it's like, um, yeah, like like I mean I remember looking at the new things and then like. Uh, Hal Jordan is now on the run because basically over the past few years of Green Lantern comics what happened was that they pointed out that the Green Lanterns are actually evil because of what the Guardians did except for mm-hmm. the fact that like it's basically um, the higher ups were evil but the main guys were good mm. so it's like they kind of yeah so so they're also doing good but but you know it just seems like the whole organization is bad because, yeah yeah and then they brought up the the, the fact that. Um, that basically the light spectrum is a finite resource. Yeah, what happened with everybody leaving the Green Lantern? That's where I left off. Was everybody left like the, the core after that because they didn't want to keep using it up? Well, a bunch of people left, and then some people are like, "Oh, well, we're still Green Lanterns, but we don't. We only use the ring in emergency situations mm-hmm. and stuff like that." Well, other people are like, "Well, yeah, but like we don't have the abilities that you have, so we kind of have to use them a little more than you do." Yeah. So it it it, it became just a, a matter of like you know how many, and then also a bunch of people that didn't want to join because. Like rings were kept, were coming back because people were like, oh, no, I don't want to be a part of this because they knew that the Green Lanterns were like some shady yeah. MFers. And then from there, now what it is is Hal Jordan is wearing one of the first 
constructs I, that they I have. I do like that gauntlet. I saw yeah. that gauntlet. They introduced it in in a, in a comic a while ago, back on Oa, when they were trying to take down. Um, I forget who it was. I think it was the Mad Guardian Krona, because mm-hmm. he had he had taken the uh, the emotional spectrum creatures, put them through. Uh, he taken the emotional spectrum creatures, put them into the guardians, and then had them hunting uh, the five humans. Yeah. And they all put on a different ring so that way they couldn't be Yeah, that, be, that was a pretty good story. Followed. I liked it. And they found the gauntlet. And so that's what Hal's wearing now, saying like, oh no, it was me. Yeah, I'm all the bad guy. Blame it was me. me, Austin. It was me all along. Like he's just it running. It was me. Deal. <laughs> like he's just running around saying like, you know, no, I'm the bad guy. Pew, 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 pew. And like, it's like, it's it's getting really weird. I'm, I'm waiting to, to for... Like in all honesty, when it comes to comics, I'm waiting for when DC in general, um, the funny to come back. Well, I mean, Batmite would probably be the first. Yeah, you got Batmite and Bizarro, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for like a new Booster Gold. I don't know what I'm waiting for. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for for things to settle, and then I can feel like I can start reading things. Yeah, and things are really uh, up in the air. Sometimes I don't feel like it, unless it's an event. Yeah. Then usually, because then I feel like an event at least is going to wrap up at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't know wh- wh- where to read in DC right now. Like, I feel like the dust is still settling, mm-hmm. and and you don't know where to go. And that's that's kind of still reading Marvel though. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marvel still has a lot of. Well, because Marvel Marvel's in the middle of their event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, so and when they haven't gotten weird yet. Yeah. When the maybe when they get weird, I'll stop. <laughs> when when Secret Wars ends, who knows like where everything's gonna be, mm-hmm. where all the pieces are gonna be, and then it's gonna be a matter of. What and then com- after that, what, it'll be like if I and what comics are gonna pick up because yeah. it's like like we like you said like Wolverine's not gonna be Wolverine anymore because it's old man Logan but the next 23 is wearing the yellow and black spandex and yeah I'm got, not sure how I feel about that look I like her I like her when she just wears like a regular outfit yeah like it works for her not wearing an actual superhero outfit yeah. or at least like her her um the black suit with the with, with like uh, X-Force yeah, yeah, yeah. suit well, like, well that's where it, she came that's from that's the one huh? she found like that's the one they found her in isn't it yeah like that black like, leather uh I think so like that's her, that's her standard in, in Marvel's background. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I read a bunch of of, of the most recent comics, mm-hmm. and uh, Spider Man uh, Renew Your Vows is getting really good because I know you like when when uh, Peter gets gets dark a little bit. Yeah, he's kind of doing that right now because he's basically like you're you're threatening my daughter. I gotta, I, I gotta protect her. He's wearing the black suit again. Yeah, and he's like he's going in like he's fighting like the the uh, Sinister Six and he's tearing them apart. <laughs> he um apparently in this in, in his version of them um Doc Ock actually made his limbs themselves into more he's got, he got like more than before like his arms are actually I was gonna say is he Nico Robin now <laughs> no his he his, can his arms are also you know authenticals or whatever oh, okay. and and uh and he's like you can't even break these I'm gonna add they're made of like um uh, adamantium He's like, I don't know, they're pretty breakable to me. He's just like pulling one of them off. And he's like, no, it's connected to my brain. He just rips it out. And he's just like, because <laughs> he basically ripped, ripped off his arm, right? Yeah. And then he said something that he shouldn't have said to Peter. I forget what it was. And Peter, like, you just get the impression that he ripped off the rest of the arms. He and snapped. Yeah, like, because they just find, because they don't show it. But then, like, the other ones find him. And they're like, oh, man, like, do we, who do we call? <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's torn apart, you know? Yeah. And, uh. And he was fighting like a hobgoblin, I think, or something. And he he basically webbed his his bomb to his hand when he went to throw it. So he just his hand's gone. I want. 
in the back of my mind. I was like, I wanted him to just rip off one of Doc Ock's tentacles and then for the rest of the comic to beat the living hell out of everybody everybody else else with with that tentacle. So he just took a bat into it and just has its tentacle bat? (laughs) Bat slash whip. Like, kind of like Ivy from Soul Calibur. Mm. Like, just like, it can be hard when when he wants it to be or it can be pliable like a whip when he needs it to be. That actually sounds like a badass superhero. (laughs) Now that I think about it. First thing I thought when you said it, it can it can be harder, it can be like you know uh, pliable. I just I just thought of somebody like in, a, in like a like a guy's um, like a changing room, just like like with a towel. Uh, like <laughs> good, because I'm pretty sure our listeners are gonna think of something else. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, get your minds out of the gutter. Especially when Ed threw out the word floppy. <laughs> hey, get your mind out of the gutter. Specifically, <laughs> say like a specific name just to freak somebody out. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Ramirez, Tom Rudiger. <laughs> yeah, I've been. Uh, I don't know. Let me just let me just read through some of these these thoughts I had on stuff. Um, a future imperfect, mm. which is the one with the maestro. Right, right. The very end was very confusing for me, but then I had to look it up. Apparently, it's Rick Jones. I guess Rick Jones was the one who who in the original storyline of of maestro. Uh, he he was a, he had a bunch of like the superhero stuff for some reason. He's, okay. he's like old, and he was basically in like a museum of superhero stuff. And he used the time machine, I think Dooms, to uh, get the Hulk and have him fight Maestro, which is why they end up beating him. Uh-huh. So he, he he just got brought up recently. Uh-huh. Like they they said that uh, Maestro's whole thing is that he wants to get the uh, what's the armor from Thor called? The oh, sh- the destroyer. The destroyer. He wants to get the destroyer to fight Doom with it, and. Uh, he said he has to get it from from the ancient one, but then at the very end, you see that the ancient one is actually Rick Jones wearing his outfit from the original uh, Future and Perfect storyline. Oh, okay. So that's kind of interesting. And then uh, I had Groot uh, met up with the Silver Surfer recently, which mm. is which is pretty good. Uh, ends up ends up flying away in a space harvester, <laughs> basically a farming a farming you know thing, but they can travel through space for some reason. Uh, well, someone needs to harvest that sweet, sweet space. I just figured they wanted to go with like a vehicle that matches him. Since he's a tree, I don't know. <laughs> um, he showed, he sh- I thought the Guardian showed up in almost all the storylines this this last week that I read. Um, Groot's in this other storyline that has to do with like the Thanos trying to make the glove, uh-huh. and it's it's funny because he he couldn't speak at first, and he just picks up words of what everybody's saying. So he's like, like somebody said, it's like, oh, eyes, because like his eyes open and he's a tree. He's like I, and like he just keeps like picking up pieces of words, and then in the end he ends up saying, uh, "I, hmm, grew root." But then when you say it fast, it sounds like I am Groot. Yeah, this is like you just say I am Groot. Like, <laughs> so that's how that starts in that comic. I was thinking that it was sort of Family Guy. He's like, "What is your name?" Uh, uh, he sees a P on a <laughs> P? table. P. Some woman crying. Tear. Griffin. Griffin. Yeah. Peter Griffin. Oh, even, crap. They didn't even try with the Griffin one. <laughs> just just Griffin it in there. Well, well, rule of threes. That's why they had to break Peter into two words. Yeah. So that way the third one would have to be hilarious. Um, the one about the wall is still really good. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting how anybody that ends up going... I don't know why people keep leaving the wall. They keep going down in, into the thing to fight. And then they end up getting converted into something horrible and brought back. And uh, apparently Fury used to be the one that was in charge of the wall. Instead, he got replaced with the the girl from Sword, whose name I can remember. Oh, the, yeah, the girl that's yeah. all green, wearing, wearing all green. Gamora. No, no, no. 
She just has green hair. I don't know. Okay. Um, but she's like the new Fury in in that comic. Uh-huh. And then uh, Fury just came back, and he's been converted by I think the robots. And he's just called uh, the Fury, and he just shows up looking all crazy. And he just says, "I kill superheroes." Oh, the funny thing is, I immediately thought of two things. One, Metal Gear Solid Three. <laughs> the Fury. Yeah, yeah the Fury. Yeah. Uh, and then also. Um, Thinking of Fury on the wall, I immediately jumped to Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men. The fact of the matter is, you need guys like me on that wall. (laughs) I think that's intentional because um, that's what they started calling him um, during um, Original Sin. Uh I think it was Original Sin. Yeah, he he called himself the man on the wall. And Uh apparently, like the... The whole Original Sin story, I didn't really follow it that closely. Uh But from what I understand... um, was actually much stronger than anybody realized. Yeah, I think I think what it was is that he was he was basically uh, in charge of making sure that things from another dimension never crossed over into here. Other dimension and uh, big sp- and certain space threats too. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, and he had like a gun that could explode stars. Apparently, <laughs> and he would just use it to kill like phoenixes and stuff, like crazy ass, you know, people that shouldn't be able to be defeated. Yeah, omega level threats. Yeah, he would just basically blow up a star next to them as they were traveling and just kill them instantly hmm. and like a bunch of other crazy stuff like that meanwhile billions of people are now dead yeah right <laughs> but took that one big guy yeah I took I, I took that guy down um oh and there's also the uh, spider island's been getting pretty good which is uh, basically just like if spider island happened but then they didn't succeed like apparently spider-man got taken down okay and uh, everybody got converted except for a few people that weren't, weren't able to be yeah like i think venom and a couple other people uh so it's basically been on trying to build a resistance to save everybody. Not not Eddie Brock, but um, uh, Flash Thompson. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. What, what he did was he he figured out that uh, this one werewolf, uh, werewolf by day or whatever that guy's name is, or werewolf by night. Oh yeah. yeah werewolf yeah. by night. Yeah. He he was he was basically like a, under her control and like a spider person when he was a human. Mm-hmm. Then when he turned into a werewolf, he was fine. So then uh, what he did was they, he he collected a bunch of things that made people into monsters. And he he kept them, and then when they went in, they they converted all of their friends into monsters. Nice. So that they wouldn't be under the, the control. So now Miss Marvel is a is a vampire. She she's um a Morbius. Nice. Um, Cap is a werewolf, because he has that that. I think that's happened to him once. Yeah, now. it has. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's the same thing that happened to him before. Um, Iron Man is Green Goblin. He had to give him the serum. He he didn't want to use that one, but basically the Iron Man was chasing them, and he's like, okay, I I gotta do it. So yeah, and then he actually combined his armor with the Green Goblin armor because apparently he he told the Queen how to how to how to uh, she has things to make his armor not work. Uh huh. So he he combined it with the Green Goblin armor so that it works now. Call nice. it the uh, the Iron Goblin. Nice. <laughs> and they're like they're all looking at him. It's like what he stole my look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Iron Patriot. And um oh, and the Hulk has the lizards formula the lizard mm-hmm. yeah he's basically a huge lizard hulk so just hulk with a snout and a tail yeah and and scales and stuff yeah so it's a pretty interesting group i like where it's going and then they just found out that, that, that peter's apparently still alive i think i think i've learned over the years reading comics that um monsters make everything better yeah yep. yeah like like this storyline even even like i i I I guilty pleasure comic for me was Frankenstein and the Essence <laughs> of Shade. Excuse me. And and part of that is cuz I always love Man Bat. I love I love Frankenstein. I, I I didn't really get into the shade stuff that he did. Yeah. 
if only he heard those words. I love Frankenstein. When, when his when his creator when Doctor Frankenstein made him, he probably wouldn't have gone crazy. Fire bad, fire indeed bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, it takes a long with all that comic stuff, but uh, just don't don't yeah, even worry about it. It's not like we 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 don't fret. It's not like we don't pay for this room by the hour. What what else is there to talk about? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Daily Show ended. Oh, yeah. yeah, I heard and, uh, I love the fact that Arby's actually bought ad space. That, that's how I found on out. The Daily Show. <laughs> it was over. Well, it, the Daily Show itself isn't over. Just John Stewart's oh, yeah. tenure. I think yeah. Trevor Noah starts. Oh, it's soon. over. No, Tre- Trevor Noah, I believe, starts on September twenty eighth. They're gonna they're gonna just like let it let it. I whatever. feel like I should say like, for me, it's over. <laughs> it's well, done. We gotta we gotta give Trevor Noah a try. See how he is. Then we can decide whether or not we want to. Then we can ignore him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. St- I'm excited for Colbert starting on the eighth. Mm-hmm. I love the commercial that they released of it. He's like, the wait is over. The Late Show with Stephen Colbert starts September eighth. So until Jeez. then, keep waiting. Keep waiting. <laughs> now it's the one where he has like a card. He's like, he's like, now, now I want you to pick a card. Just think of any card. And at the end of the commercial, he's like, is this your card? It's like an Ace of Spades. And he's like, two percent of you just freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was gonna say, um, oh yeah, my dad was um, was going through his comic book collection, mm-hmm. and I posted it on my Facebook actually. Uh, the uh, you know what comic he pulled out or like he showed me? That is the first issue. Oh, uh, uh, Ant Man. Uh, the first issue is Scott Lang. Oh. So that one is actually has actually jumped in price because of the fact that like Scott mm-hmm. Lang is the Ant Man in the in the movie. Yeah. So specifically that one, and like my dad was like, "I just found it," like, because we have a safe where we keep all the more expensive comics mm-hmm. that he has. So yes, yeah, so that one was just like, is just, is Scott Lang still Ant Man in twenty ninety nine? Because it's weird. I read that um, there's a Secret Wars where that it's supposed to be like the the, the future version, uh-huh. and like, they called him Lang, and he looks like him. And I was just like, well, might be his just, kid. He just not age. <laughs> I, maybe could be a kid. Could be a like you know. Mm-hmm. Wait, never mind. It's a boy, so it could be his grandson. I was just thinking, like, I'm like, maybe it's a, no. He has a daughter. Yeah, so like, damn I, it. Yeah, exactly. So it might be a grandson. I, I don't know, man. Uh. I saw uh, somebody pointed out there's actually two two Iron Man of 2099 mm-hmm. with completely different looks. It's, it's kind of funny. There's a because there's like an older one, I guess before they started the, the 2099 universe, they uh. called himself that, uh. and then he looked all like. Not very advanced because when you look at it now, mm. and there's a, there's the 2099 version which looks kind of weird because it's the 90s and yeah. he had like a six pack abs built. He basically had like a stomach window into his suit and then like a six pack abs made for the suit. Like he wants to show it's people. Pretty unnecessary. It's it's really well, the fun, thing I, th- I find funny like recently about about the future comics is mm-hmm. that like they keep bringing them to the present. Yeah, and then sending them back to the the future different. Like like Spider Man twenty ninety nine for the longest time he like it's weird with him and then also what is it uh, uh recently Batman Beyond came to the DC oh, universe right. and, then, and then Terry McGinnis died yeah, and so then now it's, it's Tim Drake got Tim sent Drake. back to the future as Batman but like now he's his young self and this, this is the worst Back to the Future sequel ever <laughs> yeah you're not who I sent back. <laughs> I always wonder. Oh yeah, was it my dad always? My dad always asks. So what happens to the second Marty McFly? Yeah, yeah. And and I thought to myself, he dies. What do you mean he dies? He goes right back to the same spot that the first Marty went to. Mm-hmm. So therefore, 
that Marty was probably shot by the shotgun of that farmer. I believe we discussed this before. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Okay. Yeah. We, we um, talked about this. <laughs> it, it, we're going back to we're, we're doing Back to the Future Part Two, where um, we're going we're we're replaying scenes from the first movie. Oh uh, no! Uh, if, if we go into the future, do I get big boobs? <laughs> Who gets big boobs? Ed. Or, yeah, they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> kind of figured that would that would that would yeah. be the like of the three of us who would be the one to go I'll do it Ed, Ed. yeah yeah <laughs> um, you're all uh, uh, speaking of commercials like with Daily Show uh, did you guys see that Old Spice is doing a thing now where they're combining their two ma- their two guys oh, yeah, we're like, into uh, one commercial Terry Crews and um, what's his, and uh, Isaiah Mustafa. Isaiah Mustafa, yeah, yeah. They're basically both in the same the same. You couldn't remember Isaiah's name. You didn't get. <laughs> you didn't say it right. You're right. I didn't. <laughs> you said Isaiah. I'm like, oh, you I'm, son I'm, of a I'm bitch. Right here. <laughs> Calm down, Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, that's the British version of how you say my name. We're calling him Crandall. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's just, it's just both of them in the same commercial, but for their their different brands of Old Spice. Uh-huh. And uh, it's just kind of interesting seeing them both together. I kind of was surprised it took them this long to, to do that. They were seeing a competing in the same commercial. The one, the one thing I want to see, and I think it would be really interesting to see it, mm-hmm. um, is if, like, after a while, Bruce Campbell shows up. Because if you don't remember, before the Isaiah Mustafa commercials, oh, Bruce Campbell yeah. was the spokesman for Old Spice. I did not know that. And like, like I remember he was like, "Oh, if you don't have it, then you need it. But if you, but if you need it." You can't have it, but if you and like he just does this whole thing. Like there's one where he, where he uh, where he sings "Hungry Like the Wolf" on piano. Like he had like this he oh, had like yeah. this, this this like epic man cave with like bookshelves and a roaring fire and a yeah. big leather chair, and like forgot how good those were. Yeah, like that was the those were the ones before Isaiah Mustafa came in with the whole "Look at yourself, not back to me, not back yeah. to yourself." Um, and I think that was that that would be great. Like like to just have him show up like th- like just like at the end of the Evil Dead remake mm-hmm. how ash shows up yeah actually ash was actually supposed to be a bigger part of the evil dead ending what happened uh i'm not quite sure well i think i think what they wanted to do is they wanted to make it into a new trilogy that uh, culminates with the two with yeah, the, the new girl and, yeah, and yeah. then they're making uh, a series they're making the series but like i don't know about the, the actual movie series now but like but originally at the end of the first of the remake of evil dead or reboot however evil dead 2 well evil Reboot make no, this, this would be Evil Dead three. It would be Evil Dead four, but Evil Dead three in terms of yeah. the name Evil Dead. Well, is it a reboot or a remake if he's still in it? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, like it's weird. Mm. I, um, but originally, what was supposed to happen was uh, as she's leaving the cabin, like she doesn't have a way home, so she's like kind of like hitchhiking, mm-hmm. and she's still like bleeding and all this stuff. And a truck pulls over, and it's Ash, uh. and he brings her in, and. Um, and in the new one, and in the other one, you just hear him say, "Groovy," like you know, you see him. And yeah, it's a really quick glimpse. That's why, like, it's like if you introduce Ash too early, then you already have to put him in the next movie. But we kind of want to stretch it out into a new trilogy, so let's just have a glimpse of him, sprinkle that dust. Yeah, that way you can maybe introduce him again in the second movie. And yeah, then... and 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 have him in that bigger role where they meet. Mm-hmm. Uh. Talk about video games, I guess. <laughs> there was a I games. Com- there was Gamescom this this, this past week. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'd, there was some good stuff, but most of the time I, I I didn't care about most of it. It was like a, it was just a lot of footage of just 
gameplay for games they already knew about and like you know nothing big there was dark souls 3 that was probably the big thing mm. but i mean we already can now did they get the did they get the original grouping for dark souls or is it still the people from dark souls 2 no it's the guy it's the guy that made you know dark souls? yeah the guy that, that went to work on bloodborne and he's come back to work on the original again okay because i remember people were like kind of upset when 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 Dark Souls Two came out, that it wasn't like Dark Souls One. Yeah, I think the the general consensus, uh, general consensus is that uh, Dark Souls Two was still a good game, but that it kind of missed some of the uh, atmosphere. Like he brought a lot of the atmosphere and like the so and like the boss designs. Okay, so it's like Dark Souls Dark Souls Two is a good game. It's just not Dark Souls. Yeah, it, just, it was just missing. It was missing that one. It was like a like a good middle gear game not made, not made by Kojima. Okay. It still be a good middle gear game, but it's you can it's tell it's not Kojima. You can yeah. tell it's missing something. Yeah. So, so get ready for 5 everybody. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's his last game. He, he worked on it. Yeah, I know, but how much of it is going to be changed like now that he's I gone? I don't think they're going to change it. I'm pretty sure he's going to finish before he's gone, then he's gone. Cuz didn't, didn't they just scrap his name from the game yeah. title? Yeah. They're, they're doing a lot do of crazy that. stuff. Like I hear that like a lot of the game uh game developers and stuff, they're mm-hmm. like being made to, they're not even working on games anymore. Yeah. Like I heard that some of them are like straight up being like janitors now <laughs> and stuff. Like it's that bad. Um, speaking of which, they they released a trailer. There was a trailer for Silent Hill, and everyone was like, "What?" And then it was a pachinko slot machine game. Oh. For, a se- for a split second, I thought you were going to tell me about a video game where you play as a janitor, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I want this or not. Because <laughs> imagine, imagine if you will. Good idea. Good idea for anyone who's listening. Um, the idea of a character of a, of a janitor who works at a school mm. at night is just haunted. You're pretty cool. It's almost it's almost Buffy the but, Vampire Slayer. But he got used to it, so all yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. He's normal he's to it. Like 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 it's it's almost like it's almost like nothing. But now never mind. Now I just realize how bad it is because it'd be nothing but quick time events. Because yeah. the hammer's just doing the ordinary cleaning of the place, <laughs> and then it's like every once in a while like, something will pop out, and it's like triangle. Oh. Like, well, I'll make like it, monsters coming at you. Have to shoot the like, to get uh, away. Think kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's, where yeah. or like uh, where it's like there's like a time to it. Yeah, so you have to you have to, but instead of it being like Five Nights at Freddy's where you just have to survive, his goal is that he has to finish his work before the time is up. Yeah. You can't just you can't just stop. You have to keep moving. You have to keep doing your work. But then all these scary things keep happening, you know. Yeah. And like maybe uh, like the water spray takes like, care of the like give him like those you know those 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 big heavy headphones that they wear so they can they can uh, block out the sound of like the floor buffer and stuff. Yeah. And he has those, but then when he puts them on, you can't hear like the the things. So then it's even more of a shock when something like jumps in front of you. Yeah. You can't hear it coming. But at the same time, you can also block out like a lot of it. Make like a gameplay mechanic. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game needs to happen. <laughs> it's, it's getting better now. I, I like this. Um, they announced that Fallout 4 isn't going to end at the end of the game. Okay, so it's, it's going to continue. It's, it's, it's endless. So you can keep playing it forever. And uh-huh. apparently it's going to have endless leveling too somehow. So yeah. you can just keep... Like, I feel like that's a challenge. I feel like somebody's going to try to just break the game by leveling so much that the game can't handle it anymore. Like the like the first guy that hit the Pac-Man kill screen kind of thing? Yeah. That's another thing that was really... <laughs> good transition. Uh, this game called Pac-Man 256 is coming out. Uh-huh. It's, it's, for, it's for phones and stuff, but it still looks really good. Um, it's basically a Pac-Man endless runner. Uh-huh. Where, where, uh, you know, it's, it's still overhead, it's still Pac-Man, but you have to keep traveling in one direction because behind you is the is the kill screen from Pac-Man, where the last level the yeah, yeah, yeah. gets all glitchy. Nice. That's just, it's following you, so you have to get away from it. That sounds that sounds kind of badass, actually. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I, li- I like it. 
There's a part of me that wants it to be like the Pac-Man with legs and just like, oh god, I never, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Pac-Man trying to eat you. Like, like he's still eating. No, I mean he's still eating because it's like, I mean, yeah, he's got like, you, you've got, you still, you're still playing Pac-Man despite the fact the kill screen's coming. Yeah. Just like, oh god, I get, I eat when I'm nervous. And just, like, just like chewing pellets. Like, <laughs> so every time he just runs, he just stutters. Like, oh my, oh, oh my god, it's go. Oh, oh. I, I just imagine him screaming at the ghost, like, why are you coming after me? Look at this, kill- look at what's happening. <laughs> We're already dead. What does it matter to us? Join us. <laughs> um, there was this new game called uh, Quantum Break that looked really good. I think I've heard of that. It was an Xbox One exclusive. Uh-huh. I guess it was announced a long time ago, but it seems like it, it's gotten it's gotten a lot better since then. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like the one Xbox One game that I really w- would want right now. Just by looking at it, it looks like Infamous and and Uncharted with time travel. Ooh, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the basic idea is just that um, I guess the first the first time machine was made. Mm-hmm. And somebody went went into the went into it and came back. They said he came back changed and weird. Mm. And his whole goal seems to be to uh, like he destroyed the he destroyed, like when he came back he destroyed the time machine and he killed the guy that made it. Mm. And then he's he's basically broken time somehow as a result of that. Because if you think about it, there's, there's actual time travel there, but there's no time machine anymore. Yeah. So it's like how does he how does he still exist in this time period? You know, by messed up time in general. Mm. So then now. Uh, Time is like ending, and like the, the weird things are happening, and time is freezing, all kinds of weird stuff. And um, but you're the main character, I guess. You were the friend of the guy that made the, the time machine, and you were caught up in in it as well. So you kind of have like, same as the ba- the bad guy, where you have time powers or whatever. Um, and you know some of the stuff just looks like regular kind of Uncharted, you know, hide, shoot, third person, run and gun. Mm. But then at a certain point in the in the demo, uh, time, like he says that time is skipping. And going in loops, and sometimes it freezes, and that's what basically happens. The time freezes, so you're you're the only one walking around. Everybody else is frozen, but then these guys come in that are working for that that guy, and they have suits that allow them to still continue to walk around while time is frozen. So time is frozen, but you and these guys are still fighting, and it gets really crazy from that point. Like, um, like all the bullets, all the trails are, are left because everything is freezing once it leaves the gun. Yeah. So you can just see all the trails of every every bullet that's fired during the whole fight is still in, in midair, and the trails are left there. And then as you as you beat the as you beat the, the guys, you're basically breaking their suits. So when their suit breaks, they they freeze too. So they're like a midair, a frozen in whatever position they 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 uh, their suit was broken in. Mm-hmm. And it just looks like it gets really neat. And uh, you have like sped up powers you can because you speed up time and just lots of interesting stuff. I feel bad for um, for anybody that gets killed in the crossfire basically. Yeah, <laughs> you were just walking, minding your own business fight broke out you didn't even know about it you did yeah because time was stopped yeah exactly <laughs> time goes back and you're like time comes back you just dropped your knees fall over and it was like Harold <laughs> like, not Harold and uh yeah it seems like the the guy that built the, the time machine he's stuck in an endless loop uh before his death uh-huh. so you can kind of go there and try to figure out what he knew because it says that only he would, would would be able to figure out how to fix this mm-hmm. so I guess your goal is to figure out what he would have done okay I'm going to go ahead and assume mm-hmm. the game ends with you killing yourself. What is this? Looper? Out of War? I'm sorry. Spo- spoiler for people that haven't seen Looper. <laughs> yes, the, uh, that other Hayden Christensen movie. Right? Uh, I don't know. You're the movie guy. Yeah, you're the movie guy. <laughs> Why are you asking me for? <laughs> no, wait, that's not Looper. Wait, what, was, what was the one where they could teleport? Jumper. 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 Ah. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. I'm totally. He's a part of this podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fact checker. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, that, that would be it for this episode. Uh, this is Isaiah. Dan. Ed. And uh, good night. Good luck. And I love you. <laughs>